Yo. Yo. What's up? What's happening? How's everybody doing? It's John Fitch. John Fitch knows nothing. Sunday night, we're getting uh, a little bit closer to Halloween, Halloweenies. I'm going to be a Halloweenie, wearing a hot dog costume this uh, this season. Going to be a good time. Hope y'all are uh, doing good. Why do I see? I see comments on uh, my YouTube, but nothing coming through my main thing. That's weird. Oh, well. <clears throat> All right, guys. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, violence a little bit. We're going to talk about some violence. First, we are going to, um, why aren't these uh, comments coming through? That's weird. Oh, well. You guys uh, trying to make comments? Because I don't see them coming through. I usually have a thing. I'm, I, will, I will use Restream. And I, I stream through a few platforms. Oh, there we go. Filthy casual. There we go. We got somebody, somebody speaking up. All right, they're working. What's uh, what's happening, my man? Play a little music while the rest of the guys get here. I found some uh, interesting stuff. It's gonna be fun to talk about. Seven second rule. We're talking about the seven uh, second rule. The first. We're gonna we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna sing. I just sang that song two minutes ago on Instagram Live, and I did fine, but now I just screwed it up. Uh, talking away, I'm saying it anyway. It's just another day to find you. Sighing away, I'm okay.
that's too many mistakes. I got I to gotta calm it down. We'll come back at the end. We'll round it up. We'll be clean at the end. I don't know why it is that. I, I practice. I warm up for like a half hour before just so that I I play well. But mistakes happen. My scar, my scar's already coming. My scar's going out. All right, guys. We're going to talk about something called seven-second rule. Back in uh, the 80s, they did a little study. I guess I'll show this thing with you. We'll go over it. It is a little study back in the 80s, and they videotaped people just walking around. And then they showed that with some uh, dangerous criminals. Okay, they showed that to dangerous criminals and asked them to watch these people walking around and identify from a range of 1 to 10 which people you would attack and why. And... Um, Came up with some interesting things from this. And I will say there's a little, little caveat. I'm, I'm wondering if uh, they ran the same study today, if it would be different because uh, people's body compositions have changed drastically since the 80s. There's a lot more fat and unhealthy people today. Sorry. It's just you look at pictures of the beach and people from the 70s and 80s, different, different look than what you would see out today just a fact people have been eating a lot of processed garbage food and uh the whole fat acceptance thing has wreaked havoc on people so I, i'm wondering if there's a lot more um soft targets out there today than there have ever been before uh it would be interesting to find out but then again the criminals could be fatter too so but let's look at this seven second rule and they're saying it takes about that fast for um, criminals to assess whether or not you are worth attacking. Okay, seven seven second rule. Um, so they'll size you up in seven seconds, right? Uh, the criminal's biggest fears are are uh, harm, right? He doesn't want to get hurt. He doesn't want to get hurt, and he doesn't want to get caught. So those are the two two different things, and we've talked about this before. I've talked about this a lot with people I've taught. Um, you know, you want to make the hard fight. You want them. You want the fight to be hard, as hard as possible, because that's not what they want. They want it to be easy. They want to hurt you. They don't want to get hurt themselves, and they want the fight to be easy. They want to roll you over and take what they want from you. Okay. Um, but you know, we should we should go over uh, before we get into the violent criminals who actually want to rob you and hurt you. We should talk about some of the other things uh, that'll get you into a fight, right? So you have um, emotional attacks, I think, are, are one, are more, probably more prevalent to a lot of people. And that's somebody gets upset or mad and, and they act out because they're upset or mad. I think you're much more likely to get into a fight because of emotional attack. And I think you have a lot more options to diffuse and avoid emotional attacks than, uh, you know, I think, somebody who's hunting for, for people, somebody who's a predator, you know, uh, they're looking for some specific things and they really want to, you know, get over on you. They want to take something from you. Emotional people, they either want to be heard or understood. Um, 
yeah, or they're blowing off steam. And a lot of times those emotional attacks are people who may be under the influence, drunk. Okay. So I think those type of attacks don't really play into this other stuff. But, but I mean, in a little bit, it could, because depending on your posture, depending on how you look, if you look like you're uh, capable of handling yourself, I think emotional people might not be as likely to attack you. You might get mad at somebody, but if he's a giant and he's got thick cauliflower ear and, you know, big hands, he looks like he could fight, you might not be as emotional against him. But, you know, the emotional attacks, you always have the avoidance. Uh, ignoring them and um, escalating, not escalating, uh, de-escalation tactics like uh, agree and amplify. That's a great one. Um, they start yelling at you, calling you names. You agree with them. Yes, I'm stupid. I'm fat. I'm dumb, whatever. A lot of times agreeing with those people keeps keeps things from escalating to a higher level and, and it diffuses. Uh, distracting them is another good way, you know, talking about something else. So you looking at my girl, I was like, oh, I thought that was Susie. I thought it was my friend's old girlfriend. Oh, she's pretty. Good luck. You're, you're a very lucky man. Saying things like that a lot of times will divert them from hurting you. But, you know, criminals who want to rob you and hurt you, it's a little bit different. So uh, you don't necessarily know they're there. So I've got a, a couple things that I've found that can help you uh, avoid getting into the fight at all because avoiding a fight is really the best way to win it. All right, so let's go back to this, right? Um, these guys want to, uh, you know, they want an easy, perfect crime. So if you can fight back, uh, cause a scene, be loud, those type of things, then they're probably going to avoid getting into a fight with you. Um, but there are some distinct things that they talk about uh that they're looking for in people and and the way they walk the way way you, your gaze is um things that make you stick out from the pack often are the things that make you more vulnerable um so i found this other one that's got pictures it shows the way we can avoid some of this stuff here all right Eight, be eight behavior patterns to make a person an easy target for a criminal. So these are things that you, you don't want to do, basically. Uh, and these people have come up with their stuff off of that other study, um, which, again, I, I think they need to update it and videotape people today and see what the, the, they think about this. Right. So this is nice because it has uh, pictures along with it. OK, so one of the things that they noticed and said that um, your gate that was one of the big keys that they, they talked about. If you are uh, walking rapidly or slowly, those are all things, right? So, you know, if your head's down, those all make you uh, more of a target. We want to avoid, you know, if you're looking at this show, I was looking at her watch. She's, she's got a big gait. She's in a hurry. That could, that could show that you are, uh, you're nervous, you're distracted, you're, you're trying to get somewhere fast, so you're not paying attention to what's going on. Well, if you are walking with a good posture, uh, a normal gait, um, you're swinging your legs rather than flopping your feet around or picking your knees up. Um, your arms are a normal, natural flow. Basically, you're in the middle. You, you look like everybody else who's walking. You're not sticking out. Right. Somebody who's walking quickly at a brisk pace 
who's looking down, who's not paying attention, that puts you in uh, the danger zone, right? So they mentioned stride length is one of the things that they key on, okay? If you have a very long stride length, you know, that could be that you're in a hurry or you're nervous, or you're trying to get somewhere fast. Uh, somebody who's scared is probably somebody who's not paying attention as much and an and easier target. So you need to walk with confidence, walk with a normal size gait, swing your arms in a normal way. Um, this ataxic gait, right? If you're walking with a limp, if you're bouncing and or losing balance, if you have like a blister or, or something, it's just no different than a predator in the wild, a lion, a cheetah, something looking for something to eat. They're going to look for uh, animals that have, you know, an, a gait that's off. They're, they're waddling or, or limping. Um, also, you know, this, this guy is, you see, he's got his hands down, hands in his pocket, head down, not paying attention. That's another gate that's off and makes him more noticeable to a predator. So walking with confidence, walking with your head up, walking like you know where the fuck you're going and what you're doing. Something that looks the opposite of insecure. You know, if you look like an insecure person, you look like an easy target. This guy looks like he's ready to get beat up. Right? He's ripe. He's ripe for the picking. Uh, this chick here, right? Sluggish, slow, lethargic movements. Again, makes you look like you uh, are physically incapable of defending yourself, <laughs> like you're not paying attention, <clears throat> you're sad or depressed, maybe you're more compliant, whatever. Uh, it just doesn't look good. You look more like the fight is going to be easy, that they're not going to get hurt and they're not going to get caught if they mess with somebody who's like all slouching, depressed, flopping around like a moody uh, goth teenager. <laughs> Um, it's probably not real safe for you, right? Danger, safe, slouching. This gives off, it just gives off an unhealthy uh, image. An unhealthy, weak person looks more uh, vulnerable than, you know, this girl who's walking upright. This girl looks like, you know, she's, she's not going to take your shit and uh, fight back, claw you, scratch you. Not so much with the with the droopy down curl, you know, bad posture. Optics matter. This girl here with the bags, it's a very, it's a very vulnerable thing. She looks like she's ready to get robbed. Talk on the phone, not paying attention, not paying attention to anybody around her. She's got her hands full of stuff you take. No bueno. She needs to have a friend or an escort, somebody with her. Uh, somebody with their hands in their pockets even. That's, that's not a good sign. I don't know, though, man. I don't know if I'd mess with this girl with the hands in her pockets. She could have a knife. Like She looks like she's waiting to cut somebody. <laughs> you know? Uh but yeah, these are the types of things that the criminals were picking off on. Uh, if you don't have eye contact, if you don't look at people, if you're not paying attention to those people, somebody's following you and, and you don't look at them, eye contact's powerful, man. Like criminal, like we said, they want the easy fight. They want the easy the easy steal. They don't want to get hurt and they don't want to get caught. So if you're not looking at them, they got the, they got the uh, 
surprise, advantage of surprise, element of surprise on you. So you want to be looking around, checking people's eyes, letting them know, hey, buddy, I see you. I see you there. See you there walking behind me. Uh, if people are walking behind me, I'll even, I'll even stop, walk to the side. I'll stop, turn my back to the wall or something, act like I've got my phone, look around, look at them as they walk by. I've done that before. I've had people I didn't, I didn't like behind me and uh, just stopped, posted up on something and uh, waited for them to pass by just to, just because I didn't like the way they looked walking behind me. Headphones, headphones are a big, yeah, man, I can't stand. Even when I would, I run, like there was the, this hill by my old house and um, there were deers, there's golf course and this hill by my old house. And there were deer that would hang out on the golf course. And I was like, man, I'm not, there's mountain lions in California. Like there's deer hanging around on a golf course and people can like throw bread to them or whatever the hell. Like there's probably something that might eat them. So I would get nervous. I would run with one headphone in my ear. Like I would have one off because just in case like, I didn't know if a mountain lion was going to come running after me. You know, if there's food in the area, there might be something there that wants to eat it. So I was just being extra careful. But if you're in a big city, you're walking alone at night and you got headphones in, it's not, uh, it's not a safe thing to do. Is that the all eight of the things? Yeah, all eight of the things. So you can see simple things right there. Uh, I'm going to get some other things I think I have written down here. Um, <clears throat> that you should be doing, things you should be doing, right? Uh, you should be casually meeting people's gazes or the people around you. Just look at people in the eye just for a few seconds. Acknowledge you see them. Acknowledge you know they're there. Uh, when when the criminal loses that element of surprise, they're less likely to do anything because they, they do. They don't want to get hurt. They want to get away. Um, I mean, don't be uh, nervously darting eyes around right it should be a calm look like it's no big deal oh my god there's somebody i see all these people around me if you're doing that type of shit you look like you're scared and if you're scared it probably means because you don't know how to fight you don't know how to defend yourself or or you're carrying a bunch of money or something around with you so you have a reason to be scared so be calm and fluid with your your movements and your eye contact um <clears throat> yeah uh the idea of strong Eye contact is something that portrays self-confidence and a confidence person is probably somebody who's going to fight back. Somebody, somebody has a reason. Usually confident people have a reason for being confident. Uh, every once in a while you get somebody who has a false sense of self-confidence, but for the most part, confident people are confident for a reason. And uh, even if you are, you know, you're trying to talk to girls, like you need to have eye contact. You're trying to make new friends. You're going to need to have strong eye contact. If you're trying to get a job or something, strong eye contact. And like, there's nothing worse than somebody who's like shying away and can't look at you. It's, it's not a good look, especially for a guy. Um, yeah, and that eye contact takes away that element of surprise. We've already talked about that. Uh, if you've spotted them, they know they've been spotted. That fight becomes a little bit harder for them. Uh, things also you should be doing is walking with your head high, keeping your aware, keeping aware of your surroundings, making sure you know who's around. That's just situational awareness. That's step one of self-defense. 
knowing where you are, who's around, and uh, letting them know you see them, letting them know you know they're around. Posture, your posture, keeping your shoulders back, head up. You don't want to be doing this. You're not emo. You're not a moody emo teenager, so don't don't walk around like you are one. Um, your your walk, your gait should be purposeful. It should be even keeled. You don't want to be walking too fast. You don't want to be walking too slow. You're taking small steps like a grandpa or grandma, and not swinging your arms. I thought that was interesting. There's there's a section um, in that first study where they talked about um, people's arms. Right. Let me see what they had with the uh, the arm swing. Yeah. When you walk naturally, your arms are slightly bent at the elbows and you let them swing back and forth. It's natural for them to move to counterbalance your leg motion. When your left leg comes forward, the spine goes into a right rotation and the right arm moves forward and then it repeats itself on the opposite side. The pedestrians who were not targeted walked with a swing to the arms. So um, not swing your arms makes you stick out more as a target. I think that's interesting. Um, you know, your body weight shift, walking smoothly without jerking your body. Uh, if you have a, an eternal flow with your emotion, it's just, I think it's a, it portrays more athletic ability, more in contact with your body. I think very interesting. Never would have thought, um, your arms would be that in would be that important but if i had to think about it if i had to look at somebody and and see them not moving their arms when they walked it you know i think like an old person who's kind of like uh got arthritis or something and shuffles around with their feet doesn't move the arm as much it seems like a weak person uh what else do we have that you should be doing yeah keeping your hands out of your pockets right you can't defend yourself if your hands are in your pockets but then again, I mean, you can have a gun or a weapon in your pocket while you're holding your hand in your pocket. But I mean, that takes away from the arm swing. And if the criminals are like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rob that guy with his hands in his pockets," probably a pretty good, to, good idea to keep your hands away from your pockets. Um, and then, yeah, fidgeting with things—you don't want to be fidgeting with anything, not with your phone, not with your keys. Uh, you don't want to be looking in your purse, digging through your purse. You know, if you're walking out to your car, you should get your keys out before you get outside, hold them in your hand. You're ready to go with your keys. You don't have to worry about it, especially now with the key fobs. It makes it pretty easy to get into your car without digging around and finding that one key. And then you can put a weapon on your key, whether it's uh, pepper spray, mace, or they've got those cool metal spikes or titanium spike things that are like the size of a pencil. Those are pretty good. You just put that in your hand. Now you got a weapon ready to go, street legal weapon, because it's not a it's not a blade, so it's not going to get illegal. It's not illegal. It's just a spike. Uh, keeping eye contact. We already said that. You know, um, not overstepping, not understepping, and then um, if somebody. It's getting too close to you. People are invading your space and it's you get your personal space bubble and they're too close to it. Like move, move around, move around, step to the side, make eye contact with them, even say hello. Like, 
can I help you? Are you okay? Okay. I was just checking, you know, uh, just letting them know that, you know, they're there. That could be enough. Don't let them get close enough to, to touch you. <clears throat> and then, and then, you know, lastly, just keeping your distance, keeping your space. I've said this before, and I teach people this. You should have a personal space bubble. That personal space bubble is going to shrink and, and get larger depending on the situation you're in. You know, if you're at a concert, a lot of people are around, that's going to shrink up. If you're at the bar, it's going to shrink up. But if you're, like, walking down the street, it should be fairly decent-sized uh, personal space bubble. They shouldn't get too close to you. And then um, one thing that I think is really good that I had read in one of these articles was uh, you should be – Playing a game, right? If you're not not sure whether or not you have good body language when you're out and about, and whether or not you look like a victim when you're out and about, you should play a little a game and imagine that you're the criminal. Imagine, I know it's a stretch for a lot of you guys watching. It's going to be a big stretch, but imagine you guys are the criminal, and you watch people people watch a little bit and see how they act, see how they walk, see how they look, and ask yourself. Which one of these people would I attack if I was a criminal, if I was a bad guy and I had, I had to take something from somebody, which one of these people would be the one? Which one do I think would be the easy target, and the soft target, and I would not get hurt and I would not uh, get caught doing it? And if you could pay attention to what those people are doing and why you think that they would be an easy target, that may help you uh, a lot in in not recreating those behaviors and those movements yourself, right? And then you can also do the reverse of that and think to yourself, um, you know, which people would you not want to mess with? Which is the last person that you would want to want to fight with in that in that scenario? You know, you're out at the bar, you're out at the uh, the market, whatever, and you see people you go to the food court at the mall and you look around and see like, yeah, I would definitely not mess with that guy. I would definitely not uh, do anything to that girl. I wouldn't try to rob these people because, you know, they look confident. They look strong. They got a strong jawline, whatever it is. See what those things are that would turn you away from wanting to be a criminal against them and, uh reverse engineer that and try to become more like that. <clears throat> but a lot of this comes down to, you know, confidence and health <laughs> and taking care of yourself. If you're working out, if you're learning how to defend yourself, a lot of these things are probably going to naturally take care of themselves. You're going to understand things better. You're going to understand your body better and, um, What's a bad position? What's a good position? Why are, you should be here? Why you shouldn't be here? I think all those things are important, and they come along with training and learning martial arts and self-defense. When you work out regularly and your body fat is low and you're strong and you can move weight and you've got good cardio, chances are you're probably going to naturally carry yourself in a way that makes you less likely to be attacked. There's still things that are going to happen where, you know, if you're, you're, even if you're jacked and you have a black belt, if you're buried with your head in your phone walking around at night, you're still, you're still a target. You know, you need to do as much as you can to avoid confrontation as possible. And if confrontation happens, you need to be capable of 
de-escalation tactics, you know, a green amplify. It's a great one. Complimenting them, distracting them, making them laugh even. Uh, all those things can be something that help. And then knowing how to actually defend yourself, knowing how to make the fight hard, knowing how to hurt them and knowing how to help get them caught. Okay. If you draw out the attack as long as possible, if you're able to um, hurt them in any way, make things difficult in any way, that's where you want to be. That's what you want to do. That's going to draw out the uh, exchange and keep you safer. Let me take see what you guys are saying over here. It's your first, you haven't got any uh, alerts. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think I'm getting any help from the algorithms, guys. So I need you guys to like this, all right? Thumbs it up and share it. Share it as much as possible. Share with your friends and uh, help me out because the algorithms definitely are not. They don't like me. Oh, they don't like the truth. They want this this nonsense fantasy world and stuff. But I, I really would. I think that would be a huge thing because there was nothing in there about physicality, like how muscular or fat a person looked and the study was done in the 80s so i'm wondering if you know people are considerably more obese today because i think that would you know it seems like that would be kind of a easy target you know if somebody's 60 pounds overweight and sweating just walking down the street with a with a messed up gait because their feet hurt because they're carrying so much extra weight it seems like they would be an easier target. Um, yeah, and those those uh, things like clothes and, and hairstyle and that stuff is, is much less likely a factor in whether or not somebody's going to get attacked. I will say that if you look poor, you're probably not going to get robbed as easily as if you look like you've got money. Oh, infamous rifle. So yeah, crossover with uh, specialty firearms. Yes, firearms, you know, if you can get a concealed carry, I 100% recommend it. I, 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 I think it's great to have open carry because like, <laughs> I don't think any criminal would have been like, oh yeah, that guy with the gun on his hip, I'm going to rob him. I don't think that's something that's that comes through their mind. But I will say, guys who do have guns, sometimes they're very arrogant. I hope it's not you. I'm not saying it's you. Some guys are very arrogant, and they think just because they have a gun, it's magic. I have a magic gun, and it's going to protect you. But if you don't know how to draw that weapon and uh, charge it, get it ready to fire, and shoot in a very short period of time, a gun doesn't really do any good. And if you have no weapon retention skills, you're just giving a gun to somebody else. If somebody else is better at grappling or taking gun away from you than you are at keeping it, like you're just giving the bad guy a gun then. And there's a lot of people who do that. They have absolutely zero cardio, zero grappling skills, and they'll, uh, oh, I got a gun, I'll just shoot him. Well, we've talked about the 20 foot rule here before. And, you know, if, if, even in, you're an expert, like it's hard to get more than one shot off within 20 feet when you know the guy's coming at you, when you know the guy's coming at you. If you don't know he's coming, good luck. Uh, 
yes, it's kind of what I'm talking about here in my press room. He's saying there is an idea out there that a man with a knife can close in and kill an armed individual with their firearm holstered in X amount of seconds faster than you would think. Yes. I just talked about a 20 foot rule. Okay. This is what we did in, uh, when I did my MACP certification stuff, we did something called the, the 20 foot rule. And the, the point of the 20 foot rule is to demonstrate to guys that even with a gun ready to shoot, you don't have that much time to draw it and fire and stop the guy. Okay. Uh, at 20 feet, that's, that's generally the amount of space you need, uh, before that guy runs at you. So we would do this. We did it in two different drills. Um, the guy would have a weapon or something to hit you with. You could use like a finoodle. And we were using the first drill. We were using uh, uh, airsoft hand, uh, pistols. And then we used uh, regular pistols with, with sim rounds. So the paint, they shot paint. And sure enough, both of those, if the, the good guys, that was with the gun ready to shoot. It's charged, yeah, one in the chamber. We knew somebody was coming at us. And they would say, go. And you'd have to get the gun, aim it, and shoot it. And 20 feet... That guy was on top of us and able to hit us with something. Sometimes we got the shot off. Like anything under 20 feet, like we, we, we had a hard time getting a shot off. 10 feet, psh, no way. We were getting hit before we got the, the gun up to aim. Um, and then you have the problem with they don't die. It's not a, it's not a laser. It's not like the video games or, uh, um, you know, in the movies. You shoot the guy once and he vaporizes. You know, you hit him. He may take a minute, two minutes to bleed out. So if he's got a weapon, he's got a, a, an edged weapon, there's a good chance that he stabs you. He stabs you a couple times after that one time you shoot him. Okay. Uh, this is like what some people complain about. Um, well, I can't believe the cop shot the guy six times. It, sometimes it takes six times to stop him. If he keeps coming at you with a weapon, like it may not be enough to shoot him one time. Um, so you want to say, uh, got a knife within the court of law. Yeah. I don't know if it was court of law, but I do know that it's a training, uh, it's a training thing that they do to get guys to understand that there are limitations to, to your firearms. There are, um, they, we just saw. It was a couple weeks ago. There was that guy pulled a gun from the car. He tried to try to shoot those cops. They had to put a number of rounds in him, and he kept coming. He ran around the he ran around the car after he got hit a few times, hit the cop with the gun. He's like trying to hit him with the gun. The other cop had to run around and, and put you know a bunch more bullets in him to stop him. If he had uh, uh, more rounds in that gun or in his gun, or if he had uh, uh, an edged weapon, he he might have killed those cops. Yep, 100%. They're looking for soft targets. It's no different than than a predator. Lions, hyenas, whatever, man. They want something easy. They don't want to get hurt. They don't want to expend a lot of energy, and they definitely don't want to get caught. They don't want to go to jail for it. They want to, they want to roll you over, get your money, and get out of there. Which, to nowadays, it seems like there's way more people out there who are susceptible to, to being attacked a lot more soft targets out there. 
way more soft targets out there. And that's why, I mean, that's why the mass shootings are always, mass killings are always soft targets. It's always people who are unable to defend themselves. It's not an accident. You don't see mass shootings in gun ranges. Right? It just really doesn't happen. Happens where nobody else has a gun. Happens where uh, there's kids and sad. Most people are sheep. Yeah, most people are just want to get along to go along to get along. But what's funny here is you bring up the sheep thing is like being kind of a sheep in the crowd is kind of a good thing. That's what that's what we kind of see from from this experiment that they did with these prisoners was it was the people who stuck out. It was people who stuck out as, oh, his his um, his gait was too long. He's taking too big a steps. He's in too much of a hurry. He seems nervous or, or scared. That guy's a target. This guy who's who's uh, walking too slowly, his gait's really small. He looks like he's sticking out because he's not on the same pace with the rest of the crowd. You know, so there there are times when it's okay to fit in. There are some times. But it's better to... Um, be strong and able to fight, capable of fighting. Um, Carlos, Carlos Newton, uh, he's not on the lawsuit, but he is one of the main reasons why this all came together. He's a super smart dude, and he could tell that something was wrong with how the, the sport of MMA was running and what UFC was doing. So he started doing research, and he found uh, what they were doing and how they were breaking the law. It says uh, MMA press room says 21 foot rule. You one up in me, bro. Uh, it was a measurement of distance that related to the time it would take an officer to recognize a threat, draw a sidearm and fire two rounds center mass against an attacker charging with a knife. Oh, say. So you got one more foot. You got an extra round. In. I guess after you shoot the after you pull the trigger the first time, the second one comes quick. So that makes sense. It's 20, 21 foot rule. Um. Yeah, and this was like when we did it, man. It was we didn't have to rack our gun. We knew the guy was coming. It was we had one in the chamber. We were ready to go. The second one we did was, I mean, you can you can see it. Uh, I have it on YouTube. Oh, I should have had it ready, but like they put a barrel over us, right, with a with a stick and a thing. They pulled the barrel off, and the other guy shot a shotgun that was shooting. You know, it was blanks, but it was loud because it was supposed to disorient us. And we didn't know where the guy was. He was 20 feet away, but he could have been anywhere, 360 degrees around us. And we had to locate him, draw the gun, and shoot. His gun was still one in the chamber ready to shoot. We were still lucky to get one shot off. One shot off center mass. Not not easy, man. What we got here? Is this, uh, is this the 21-foot rule? Okay. So I'm not off. I didn't, I didn't just make it up. I didn't make it up. Lucas, uh, thanks for the super chat. I already answered your question though. But yeah, he isn't in on the loose lawsuit, but he he helped uh, bring it all together. He is a very smart dude and was able to 
see what was going on was illegal and we're still waiting over a year. This is like the longest uh, decision a, a judge has ever fucking taken to, it's just class certification. He just has to write why he's given us a class certification. He said he was going to do it. It's like, I don't know, man, it's frustrating. But everything in government is backed up and I'm, and everything is getting more and more corrupt everywhere. I'm losing a lot of faith in everything. It's like we need to, we're going to have to have a big crash and everything goes to shit before I feel like any confidence in in uh, any of the institutions that exist today, not just government, because everything is seems like an extension of the government now. Even school, especially school. Yep, eye contact, 100% weak people avoid white eye contact, nervous people avoid eye contact. And man, some people, like, I'm weird about, I'm weird about shaking hands. Don't be one of those people. I mean, eh, shaking hands. I, eh. It's so, it's like, it turns my stomach, man, for a grown man to like say that. My friend, uh, this woman, she she met somebody at a job recently and she was like, oh, that's nice to meet you. And he wouldn't, didn't want to shake her hands. Like, I'm weird about shaking hands. It's like, she's like, Ugh. she's repulsed by the idea of that. It turns my stomach too. John Fish, thank you very much. Goat. Moth, what's up, buddy? Moth came for a visit into the lab, into the garage, and learned some self-defense, practical self-defense. He is ready for an attacker with one session. He is 95% more probability of survival in a confrontation because of one class with me. It's the truth. Ask him yourself. Situations all times, uh huh. Confidence comes from competence, one hundred percent. If you've been through something enough times, you've seen examples of it. Even if it's just training, even if it's just a scenario, confidence goes up. One thing I will say though is some people who are so um, ignorant in something they have so little knowledge in some fields that they have no idea how much they don't know sometimes they have more confidence like just listen to people who talk about fighting and oh i know this about fighting or this guy's tough or this guy's the only one's like a lot of a lot of fight fans are in that they, they know so little about fighting that they they think they're experts that comes out in a lot of a lot of times and fighting is like one of the main things that people do i think i think it probably because the ego Mostly because they just have no clue. Everything they've seen is a movie or television show, and it's, it's not realistic. Boom, there it is. Walk like you own the place everywhere. Assume comfort. Assume, assume comfort. Assume you already belong. Assume you already know everything in that, in that situation. It's, like, it's a fake it or make it. Fake it till you make it type of situation. Um... That way, you, yeah, if you're walking into places looking nervous and like, I don't belong here, it's not a good look. People pick up on that, man. Body language is, is huge. Optics matter, 100%. Mm. I like that infamous rifle. 
He's saying that perhaps swinging arms are more like uh, are more akin to open body language, and non-swinging arms are closed body language. Yeah, you know, people who are like this and and, and closed off and shoulders hunched, they're they're insecure and they're they're covering their vital organs. They're covering their neck. They're covering their belly. This stuff is 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 uh where where like you get really hurt if something happens to you so you cover it <clears throat> you know uh mld's body language course talks about girls and and whether or not girls are like you like they'll, they'll you know they, they, they'll cover their throat or they'll play with the whatever because they're, they're protecting their throat a little bit because you're making them nervous it's it's a good thing swagger having swagger you need swagger Tractical dagger. That sounds fun. I want to get one of those. I mean, that's just, I don't know. Feminization of capitalism. Uh, I don't know. That just sounds smart. <laughs> have a have a weapon. They're easily hideable weapon that you can bring out. I like those spikes. I want to go to those spikes. Uh, I'll see if I can find a company that can sponsor me. I'd love to do like seminars and then hand out those little spikes to people. Because you put that on your keys, like you're you're good to go. Like you pull that on most people and they're they're gonna leave you alone, I think. Yeah, you know, if you're like, what's up, buddy? Put that in your hand. This is probably the best uh, advice anybody can give you right here, Mr. Press Room. Staying out of places where trouble is going to be is among the first self-defense steps you should be following, 100%. Like the best way to avoid fights is stay out of places people fight a lot. There was a there was a bar downtown San Jose some years ago. People got stabbed all the time. There were stabbings and shootings in the parking lot. Sometime. It's like I ain't going there. I ain't never going there. It's just not no way. There's a fight, there's fights happen there. I'm out. Never mind. Forget it. It's not worth it. I got better things to do. I have nothing to prove. Well, not on that level. That's just like small dick energy, uh, bullying stuff. Right? Dumbasses getting drunk and fighting whoever. If you really want to fight people, if you're a badass, if you're a tough dude, go to the fucking gym, train, take an amateur fight, do it for real. Oh, I'm, I'm raw, man. I'm fighting the street. Whatever. Okay. Um, you could go and. Even find underground fights in a parking garage somewhere and make a little money. That's that's even at least on some some level, a higher level than just picking on people at the bar or some crap. Oh, that's right. I remember the knockout game. That was probably a lot of uh, there was old videos of that. We should we could go through research and watch knockout game. That's probably something that would happen a lot. Was people not paying attention? Those guys didn't know, weren't paying attention, weren't looking at guys. Yeah, coming out of nowhere and blasting people. Yeah, nobody's coming to save you guys. David says, general response time in most liberal cities is between two to five minutes, FYI. I don't even think that's accurate. I think it's much more. It's probably a closer to 15 to 25 minutes. 
for for the you talking about police and rescue to come, especially now, man. Like it's it's not that fast. I think they're understaffed and like they're not report they're not going to all the crimes. They're just coming there to get information after it's happened. Yep, if you hit the right switch, 90 seconds to bleed out. If you get somebody in the jugular, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about annoying YouTube ads? YouTube is just, it's like there's nothing else. It's just the thing you have to use. I mean, I'm on Rockfin. You guys should be on Rockfin. If you really hate uh, YouTube ads, get on Rockfin. 100% get on Rockfin. And, um, avoid the ads man you can avoid the ads you can get awesome content from great creators i'm gonna share it with you guys a lot of a lot of great guys are on rockfan doing awesome stuff Let's see if this is there yep this is my rockfan do, do, do this is all my shows here but i've got i've got uh stuff behind the premium wall that's a lot of uh, technique videos here. You see the technique videos. Uh, a lot of my stuff that is up on Gumroad. I have Gumroad videos and things here. So you can get all of those techniques and things that I have uh, for sale on Gumroad here for free. It's a great, it's a great platform, man. Um, where's, can I go to the... Uh, where is it? Where's the thing? All right. A lot of great creators. Jimmy Dore is on here. James Lynch, some MMA, Slows News Day. There's good stuff. Uh, and these guys, they don't have to watch what they say. We get paid in cryptocurrency from viewership. And, um, man, sign up, guys. So we can we can put we can put youtube to rest and they're awful awful commercials because like i have man now not i could like not uh i could turn keep the monetization off some of the videos but they still show the ads anyways it's ridiculous muscles i don't think muscles are the most important i think because if you you could still um you could still you know have a have a have a weird gait and and look insecure and look like an easy target the thing is though most people who have muscles probably had to work hard to get those muscles so you're going to have some level of confidence come to you because you did the work to get the muscles even though you might not be able to fight you still have some level of confidence you have you have to have some level of confidence to you know if you look strong You've done a lot of weightlifting. You've done a lot of cardio. You know, you're probably a harder target. Yep, no concealed carry here. That's the truth. Yep, that gun is only a two. You must train. Man, yeah, you hear a gun just a gunshot alone freezes a lot of people man that's that's something too if you're not trained to be around gunfire especially without your ear protection on yeah, i can i can definitely have you shit your pants and freeze up man 
yeah, man. If you come up with a guy against knife, just you do your best to get away, man. Get away. Put something in between you and him. Run around a tree. Get on the other side of a fence. Get a chair. Put it in between you. Anything. Garbage can. Just, yeah. <laughs> bath salts, homeless guys. Yeah. If, if you come up against a guy with bath salts, like your um, avoidance strategies probably aren't going to work. I don't think it's going to matter what your gait is, what you look like. That's where you're going to have to have some actual um, the actual uh, self-defense stuff that you're going to you're going to do. Yeah, that was one guy, though. It wasn't a mass shooting. They got him right. You only shot one person. Uh, that was like a, that, that one that had a ton of views was like a, a food blog that promoted veganism. Okay. So there, they pushed the hell out of that because it's part of the, it's part of the, uh, what do you call it? It's part of the story they want to push. So if you're, you're pushing their stories, they'll, they'll, they'll boost you. But now that I woke up and got out of that garbage, they're not going to share my stuff. They're also not pushing me because I'm not, you know, I've been blackballed from the MMA community. Basically, they don't want to have anything to do with me. So they don't want more people to hear me talk about how everybody's getting ripped off and how they're behaving in an illegal manner. <laughs> yes, it's true. Oh, you know, I'm having I have issues too. I have a lot. Of, I have 130,000 view uh, subscribers on, on Twitter, but a lot of them are just they're just uh, MMA fans who, who, uh, I don't know, man, they're kind of pro wrestling type fans. And if you're not giving out pro wrestling type content, they just are quiet crickets. It's weird. Uh, I would say always retreat because even if your attacker is soft, um, you could hurt him and then, uh, still be in trouble. Okay, because the media may decide that they want to paint you as a monster and, and ruin you. Uh, there was, you know, there was some guy, there was, a, there was a person of color in the neighborhood harassing young girls and a white ex-soldier confronted him and kicked him out of the neighborhood. The media steamrolled that guy, ruined his career, ruined his life, saying that he was racist. He was protecting people in that neighborhood because that guy was up to no good. But they didn't tell that story because that's not, you know, that story didn't get out because that's not what the media wanted to push. Yep, enjoy the decline. That's the truth. Don't set yourself on fires because the world is also, yeah. Enjoy the decline. Uh, have a ex exit strategy planned as much as much you can. Buy Bitcoin. Buy Bitcoin. That's very true. The more you know, the more you realize you don't know. But that's 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 why the stupidest people are the most confident sometimes. <laughs> you know, they know nothing, so they think they know everything. Oh, man, I, I mean, it's hard to know what's happening because there's so much... Uh, there's so much m manipulation 
from the top down, I don't trust any of stuff. I don't trust any of their numbers. I don't trust any of the elections. I don't trust any of it. It's like one big, it's all one big grift. And uh, you have the, uh, the ruling class is, is pulling the strings, man. Man, I don't know, man. YouTube Premium or AdBlock, whatever floats your boat in the modern era gets you back. Go with Rockfin. Support support a or support a platform that doesn't censor people and doesn't shove ads down your throat. Okay, it's it's nine ninety nine a month, or you can pay uh, I think ninety nine dollars for a year and you end up getting two months free. It's it's worth it, bro. I think you might even be able to watch the free videos without creating an account now. Just do it, man. Do it. Got to push things towards a better direction. I mean, they may be flipping in 10 years, but I don't know. If, I don't even know. There may be a, a major crash before that 10 years happens. You know, like we're having major problems with supply lines, shipping is is garbage we can't get any products into the states <sighs> yeah there are a lot of there are a lot of hot chicks in arizona i must say all right dudes so guys, um, I also have a new free course available for you guys. Okay. Up on Gumroad right now. I'm going to uh, this. I'll put the link in here for you. I'm going to uh, look at it also. This is free, free, free. Okay. Sign up. If you're on the email list, you already got it sent to you. You already have it if you sign up on the email list. But I put together a free course for you guys. Okay. Intro to practical self-defense. I'll put together a practical self-defense down the road. And it's free right now. It's not going to be free forever, right? I had some other courses that I also had for free, um, but I, I put them up uh, for sale now because they were they were free for over a year. And I, I got a lot of signups. A lot of people got them and thought they're awesome. I've got a neck care guide. I've got uh, kids wrestling beginning thing, and uh, I got a resistance training band course. So. People were super satisfied with those. They super loved them, but now they're for sale. But this one is free, okay? It's free. Uh, you get seven techniques. It's from six situations. The first three are low threat things that, that you don't know quite if it's going to be a, uh, a serious altercation or not. Uh, two different types of wrist grabs. Grabbing your elbow, okay? This could be uh, a drunk person at the club who doesn't respect your personal space, your boundaries, and they're grabbing you in a way they don't need to. And you don't want to just, you know, go crazy and, and 
mess them up, fight them. You may just need to assert your position. You need to own your space, own your surrounding. And uh, little, little details, little things you can do to position your wrist, position your body into a more dominant position may be all you need. But at the same time, these will let you assess the situation, assess the risk, and see if um, you need to escalate. Because you put yourself in a dominant position, you give yourself inside hand control, you give yourself uh, control of the hip, their, their, uh, their hip radar, and they may escalate. And then you're going to be in a position where you can, you can do some damage or do what you need to do. Uh, but yeah, you'll be able to check that out and see how that goes with, with how they react to you taking control and owning your space. Okay, that's really what this is about. This is about owning your space. And then the last three positions and four techniques are back grabs, right? The guy comes up and grabs you from behind. You're not paying attention. Uh, and this also, this could be somebody's trying to hurt you or it could be somebody's trying to punk you. Sometimes, you know, even your friends or some people, they, they want to punk the little guy or they want to punk the guy uh, in front of the, in front of the girls because he's talking to cute girls and he's like, oh, look at this, you know, grab you from behind. So I'll give you some things to get out of those situations. Somebody's a lucky man and just, I guess, all I got a notification on my phone. Somebody just downloaded it. Smart guy. But yeah, man, uh, this is simple, free stuff for you to check out and get you started. Uh, easy wins. This won't be really hard for you to learn these things. I, I went through this stuff with um, a couple different girls uh, who are at least 100 pounds lighter than me and my my uh, my oldest son. I went through this stuff and even even the risk control stuff was um, easy for him to to get out of, you know, he was able to follow the instructions and, and, and move. Um, he is tiny though. So the bad grab stuff, I'm a monster. He wasn't getting away from me. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, having more than 120 pounds on somebody <laughs> is, is a big advantage. Um, but yeah, if anything, these, these, uh, these techniques will help you make the fight harder. It will make him harder and, draw the exchange out to make him less likely to want to continue with what he's doing. Okay. These guys want easy wins. Uh, they don't want to get hurt. They don't want to get caught. So if you can slow them, slow them down, make them work and uh, draw the exchange out as long as possible, they're, they're probably going to give up and, and run away. It's just, uh, it's going to happen. All right. Okay. It's, so there you go. Get to Gumroad. I've got a number of things up there uh, for sale. A number of uh, I, I'll, I'll go and I'll, I'll record a lot of my seminars and I'll chop them up and I'll put them up on Gumroad for you to buy. That way, if you can't get to me for a lesson, you can still learn because I think we've gotten soft. We've gotten soft in this country. This this the West has gotten soft, really soft. And we need to do something about it. And I hope that, you know, me putting out content online will get people to not be soft. Train. It's fun. Give us some friends. Uh, learn the stuff. Have a little battle. You know, get a little tougher. Be prepared.
Awesome. All right, David. David is uh, looking to set up some training. It's awesome. And if you're in San Jose in the Bay Area, I have a self-defense class that I've started. I started last week on Thursday. It's going to be 6 o'clock Thursdays, Dark Horse Gym. It's downtown San Jose. Uh, you can slide into the DMs also for more information about that. No problem. Yep, if you're in NorCal. And if you're not in NorCal, if you're anywhere in California or anywhere else in the country, slide into DMs also. You may be able to uh, find a gym or a location that will host me. I can come out, advertise, and, and put something together so that uh, you're able to come out and train. I will be in New York in February, February 12th, 13th. I think 13th is the day I'll be there teaching. Uh, I'll have more info on that as the date gets closer, but it looks like that's that's happening. So I'll be in New York, uh, not New York City, but New York sometime. Yeah, it'll be, I think, the 13th of February. Um, somebody's asking, do I think I would have won the title if not for GSP? I think if they would have allowed me to fight GSP a second time, I would have beat him 100%. I, I, I believe I would have beaten GSP the second time we fought him. They, they didn't want that to happen because I was not a company man. I wasn't going to take this shit. I didn't like them. I wasn't going to suck Dana's dick just for getting the right fight. Um, right? It's supposed to be a sport. You earn things in a sport. And I think they prevented me as long as they could to getting another shot. And I think I got screwed. I don't think it was an accident. I got screwed in the BJ Penn fight. And I should have fought him. I should have fought him instead of BJ. But then, yeah, the BJ fight was, yeah, it screwed me up big time. All right, man. And then the first time, yeah, I had a bad game plan. I was trying to knock him out. I didn't try to, I didn't try to put him in the fence. I didn't try to take him down. It was he was he was two fights removed from getting knocked out by Sarah and I was like, oh his chin's gone. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw bombs and I'm gonna knock him out. Stupid. Stupid. And then I threw that dumb lazy kick. Bad leg kick, got dropped, broken orbital in the in the first round. It's dumb. Yeah. You know, I, it irritates me because UFC's trying to make me disappear as much as they can. Uh, people talk about the top 10 best UFC welterweights. And I don't even make the list. And I think I'm easily second best. I could have been the best if they would have given me another shot. There's another one. Bing. Another guy. Another guy is improving his life. Just downloaded another one. Yeah, everybody hates him. Nobody liked Don King either. No, no fighter hangs out with Don King now. Not one single boxer. After this lawsuit and all this shit, and they get rid of Dana, he loses his power. Nobody's going to be friends with that fucking guy. He's got to pay for all his friends. It's a douchebag. Yeah, it was cool. I'm not going to lie. I had uh, my uh, had my picture in Times Square also. That was fun. Uh, I forget. Sometimes I'm a celebrity here in, in, the, in the Bay, man. People still know who I am. People still ask for pictures and want to talk. It's an awesome place out here. It's, it's one one of the silver linings in being stuck out here is San Jose is a great city. A lot of great people. It's just 
ass backwards, I think. You know, I think San Jose is really not as as liberal as is is Oakland and uh, San Francisco, but there's this trickle down from from that stuff into here because there's a lot more blue collar workers in San Jose. It's very very much more blue collar here, less techy. Then the more north you get, more more east you get, it's more 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 techy and liberal. All right, guys. Great talking tonight. I hope you guys pick something up. I hope you guys can uh, put some of that stuff to practice, keeping yourself safe, because I don't want any of my people to get beat up. And, uh, you know, we may be right around the car corner from uh, being warlords and back into barbarism, you know, and I need a squad of barbarians with our battle axes, ready to go to war. <laughs> you know, we may be fighting over water and chickens soon. So hopefully you guys are trained and prepared and you can join me in the fight for our, our future, right? Let's do it, man. She's doing just fine. What are you talking about? All right, guys, let's see. What are, we, what are we doing today? Oh, okay. I got one. All right, guys, I'll check y'all later. Oh, yeah. All right. Somebody's honey found in my peace box. Somebody's cold one. Guess I'll just close my eyes. Oh, yeah. All right. Feels good inside. Flip on the telly. Wrestle with Jimmy. Something is a bubbling and I'm my back.
Bye, guys. I'll check you all later.